previously on Diceology. Um, and on top of it, I'll just go over some stuff about the Kalon Wastes as they are right now. Uh, it's a new Empire prison colony uh, with facilities for mining um, on three major asteroids. Each one has kind of a biodome, not a biodome, but a bio uh, biofield and a force field around it. <laughs> and currently, uh, the Corporate Alliance has just dropped off Will, why don't, what, what, do you, what did they drop off? You, you tell me. Uh, for long-time listeners of the pod, uh, you may remember uh, an earlier one-shot uh, with the Galacticola Gladiators, which were a corporate-sponsored mercenary fleet. And uh, that whole game was centered around basically a, a sort of um, Berlin air, airlift-style dropping of propaganda and weapons to the Kalan Wastes as a sort of way for the corporate alliance to wage a, a culture war as well as a real war against the new empire. So, um, um, but yeah, they've, they have the uh, prisoners have supplies, weapons, things that they did not have just a few days before. Uh, but on top of that, the jump gate has been knocked out of commission. So why don't we begin stockpiling all of these supplies that were sent to us and you get your people on board so i so yeah so i imagine we all sort of shake hands but it's still tense it's like we 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 all understand that we have an opportunity that we can't pass up regardless of difference yeah Four. We got a white, so we go red white. Uh, okay. So, so it, it's it's even down the line. We are totally even. Yep, we lose we lose one character, but we win the challenge. <laughs> so who is lost? I mean, obviously, I don't want to lose a main character, and I also don't want to nominate someone else's character. Mm-hmm. But maybe um, Natalie, like I don't know what you think. If maybe Hatcher being Tyson's dad is upset that he is going to go through with this, that he's going to lead this group and be a yeah. part of the revolution. I was thinking the same thing, actually. Um, you know what your problem is? Is you think, you underestimate the power of knowledge. You you want to go in there guns ablazing, and you're not going to win. I'm not sitting around doing nothing. I'm learning. I'm, I'm participating in the rebellion, but your method of doing it is going to fail. Yeah. And what's all this knowledge got you, huh? And I think um, Tyson walks over to, like, the mantle place above the fire, and he, like, pu- pushes a bunch of books off, like, on the ground, and, like, hollow drives and, like, all this stuff. And then I think in a classic, like, I hate you, Dad, you don't understand me. <laughs> he sort of just, like, grabs the keys to the speeder and just, like, storms out. You know what? I'm going to do it without you. And I think he just leaves. Oof. <laughs> I like that scene, though. The daddy issues, saying. Yeah, the daddy big, issues. Big daddy issues for Tyson. <laughs> All right. We need to pick a new challenge, a second challenge. Um, anything looking good? Let's see what we got. So we just did pick a leader or reconfirm the current one. Uh, no, we did prevent a schism. Oh, Oh, that's right. We did prevent a schism in the rebellion. Oh, uh, 
I guess because we don't know what's going on uh, with the Dreadnought just orbing in the air, we could get a spy on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. That one would be that really be good. good. Um, I could also see um, capture a critical em- enemy base, but maybe that's the last one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, a critical enemy base could easily be the Dreadnought or yeah. the thing that will get us there. Right, because that's what it seems. That seems to be what our our loose plan is starting to be: is we get the dreadnought and we fly away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I like I like get a spy on the inside. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense compared to some of these other ones. All right. So, who wants to do a scene first? I started last time, so it probably shouldn't be me. Uh, I mean, I just finished up with a Tyson scene, so maybe we could go to Kezra and expand her. Sure. Um, so I imagine like some time has passed since we initially met. I think I think we've probably already like had the idea to get a spy on the inside. I don't think we have mm-hmm. to have another meeting where we establish that. Right. Um, uh, yeah. No, I, I don't want this episode to just be a series of meetings <laughs> between characters that the audience has never seen before. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, no. It's, it's should we the get office. the? Um. <laughs> should we get the um, the secondary characters? Like, should it be Kezra, Acorn, and Serene? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. We definitely want to give them some. Um... Yeah, let's bring. Let's bring Acorn into the scene. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Acorn. I don't want to get them mixed up. Yeah, Acorn is the guard, and mm-hmm. then Serene. So I think maybe like Ezra or not Ezra. Um, Kezra has um, called on Acorn as a potential candidate <laughs> to be a spy on the inside. I want. I think I want them to have a conversation, and then mm, maybe Serene and Horfrost could be there too. Maybe, maybe Kezra did not invite Tyson to this one. Oh no! <laughs> but oh, Tyson, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, they gave Tyson mm-hmm. some busy work, and they were like, "You, you do this." Uh, and he was like, "Yeah, no, this is probably the most important job." And they're like, "Oh yeah, totally is, totally." <laughs> yes yeah so um what does it look like when kezra's like like meets with acorn because this person's a smuggler um, um like where is acorn coming from like <laughs> yeah. so there's gotta be a there's gotta be a landing pad right yeah yeah i yeah. bet so they're not doing a lot of patrols right now but i bet they are coming down and sending a single supply ship every couple of days to be like, we're still cool. We're still sending you supplies. Right. You're not going to shoot us. You need this. You need right? this food, right, guys? But yeah. it's also Suck if you didn't have this food. But it's also <laughs> potentially like a please hit this transport so we can just shoot the hell out of you and be done. Like that mm-hmm. uh, the other thing, right? Like, so I think. I think Acorn has the not enviable job of flying the the, the ship down with the mm. full knowledge that maybe you guys are just going to blow him up one of these days. Uh, Basically, right. like, the, the honorary title of first casualty. Yes. 
forever remembered remembered in the annals of the new empire but <laughs> how does acorn feel about that not great um yeah yeah <laughs> uh acorn is tall and willowy he's got um uh dark brown skin and um dreadlocks let's go with dreadlocks and so he he comes out of the ship right and he like lowers the bay and he's like unloading crates and looking around really nervously until he sees um kezra with horfrost and serene and horfrost is probably kind of running um lookout essentially and Mm. and he he like puts down the crate uh and like walks over to like whatever like chain link fence is between you guys and he says ten blessings on you ten blessings on you uh, is Kezra a sister or a mother? Like, does she have a rank? I... Deacon, I mean, maybe? Mm, I'd say maybe mother. Okay. She's, like, high-ranking, but I don't know. Mother Kezra, I'm glad to see you well. Is How are things down here? It feels <laughs> real tense. Yeah, it's it's been a little bit tense. Um... So, a rebellion is forming. Oh, um, maybe I should go then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, listen, I know that this is a lot to ask, um, but this would be for the greater good of our faith, um, our community, and... Well, we're looking for someone to, uh, how do I say this? Be a spy on the inside. Um, and you are the most devout person, one of the most devout people I know here, and a good friend of mine. I I have a question. Is um, Mm -hmm. Kezra being sincere when she says that? Or is she like trying to flatter Acorn so he'll do the job? (laughs) He's like, no, you're so devout. No, you're the best person for this. Or does does she actually like mean it? Yeah, she's being sincere. I think she's maybe like really exaggerating it a little bit right now. You know? Um, Because I mean, mean, to be clear, like Kezra, she's... She's very faithful. She she regards herself as a pretty uh, upstanding citizen, pretty nice, kind, honest person, but she's also a fighter. I mean, she's a prisoner of war, and so she's really like she's she's willing to do anything it takes to protect her people. Um even if that means sacrifice. And so, I mean, she she does she does really like Acorn, but she's for sure like buttering him up a little bit. <laughs> and I think she also just like has this motherly way of looking at people that just people tend to trust her. They tend to follow her. It makes her a good leader because she's just she's very trustworthy. And so I think she's kind of got that effect. What a gotcha. dangerous person. yeah seriously yeah (laughs) so acorn's like um okay but what would that mean like i've seen hollow videos and i'm i'm not like a super spy 
acorn. Have I ever told you that I've never used my standard issue pistol and he gestures, like he points at it? Like he doesn't like put his hand on it like he's ever really used it. Like he just points at it. <laughs> Listen, I I don't anticipate you needing to use that. This, It's not like you've seen in the movies. It's, we just, we're asking you to keep an ear out for important information, weaknesses, um... We're just asking you to share information that you're already going to hear anyway. Nothing out of the ordinary. You don't have to necessarily, like, infiltrate and, like, sneak around. Like, we just, we need, we need you to relay the information. Because they must know that we're, that something is happening down here. And I'm sure that they're preparing. Does that okay. make sense? Um, yes. I, yes. Um, does Serene say anything here? So what what has Horfrost been doing through this whole keeping lookouts? <laughs> keeping lookout. I yep. think Serene is uh is probably the shortest of the group. She's um kind of small. She's wearing her own version of the robes that Horfrost is wearing, but maybe a little lighter, less cloaky, and more like a, a tunic. Mm-hmm. And her head is shaved. She's got like um and she's and she's pretty young. I think she's like must be in like her late teens. Um And so I think she's sort of just like in the same way that she watches Horfrost, she's watching um, Kezra as well and sort of picking up on all these ways that like Kezra is sort of like working Acorn and sort of like laying out what she needs from him and minimizing the danger he'll be in and like all this (laughs) stuff. Um, And is just sort of like simultaneously being like, okay, this is impressive. Like this woman knows what she's doing, but also like, this is like dangerous. Like all these people are like, we we're all working together until we're not, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So acorn, like he like adjusts his like uniform. Um, okay. I'll do it. What's the big plan. So I know what to give you. We're trying to capture the hand of grace. I think he sucks in a breath like he's just like <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, what does that mean for the crew and the captain, Lord Rowan? Well, uh about I suppose that. yeah. <laughs> I su- I suppose that will depend on the information we gather from you. This poor kid. Um <laughs> <laughs> He, he nods really slowly. If I went with you, could I join the faith? Absolutely. Is there a ticking clock here? Is there like, there's only so much time that um, Acorn can talk before it looks suspicious, before it's like yeah. the transport has to get back up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, I think he's like, I'll do it. Okay. And then he like really quickly starts, he's like, okay, go away. And like (laughs) shoes them off and like really quickly unloads his crates with his like robots and then gets into the ship and like waves and flies away. Oh, I think Serene is just just like that poor, poor fool. Like what have we all, what have we roped this guy into? I think Horfrost comes back. He's like, okay, we got to go. Did we get what we need? Yes. Yes. I, I recruited the boy. I hope it works. Good thing you have faith. You're gonna need it. 
I do. I do have faith. I, you know, he's 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 young and he's nervous, but his heart is in the right place, and I think that's what matters. I think I think Horfrost just also probably goes. Oh. <laughs> is that is that scene? Yeah, yeah. I think that could be seen. Okay. Um I have one. Okay, go for it. I think it should be Tyson, Horfrost, and maybe since Natalie you don't have a secondary character, could you play Serene for this scene? Is that cool, Will? Yeah, no, that sounds great. Cool. Alright. So Horfrost has taken everyone back to his study, these these people, because he would like to discuss a backup plan. Uh, for when Acorn inevitably <laughs> betrays them. <laughs> fair, fair. So Horfrost says, as much as I would like to rely on faith, we all know that uh, faith can let you down. Um, I think we should have a backup plan, and my initial suggestion is Tyson, Serene, when, uh, if he comes back and anything seems off, I will freeze him solid, and you two will take the ship, and we will load up as many people as on board as we can, and we'll try and strike the uh, the uh, reach of grace. Oh, <laughs> so your backup plan is we just go for it? <laughs> yes, because if he betrays us, and they have a shred enough of evidence to support that. Now, they will bombard us with their cannons, and that will be the end of it. So, when he inevitably does betray us, I'm glad we're all just speaking in terms of <laughs> he will betray us. We could use this to our advantage in the sense that what if we feed him information we know is false to somehow make our entrance onto the Dreadnought easier? So that way, when he inevitably rats us out, he's giving them information that is false. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think, Serene? I, I, I... So I think, like, Serene has been, uh, like, kind of copying, like, what Horfrost is doing. You know, if he's, like, sitting there, like, thinking thoughtfully, she's, like, mimicking his body language. (laughs) Um. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And she's like... He's like, I think that is a very well thought out logical plan. I know. And what do you think about my idea, Serene, where we like, you know, where we give him like false information and stuff? Um, she like kind of looks at Horfrost. (laughs) (laughs) She, she lacks confidence, I think. Mm -hmm. He's like, I think that there's merit to that idea. Certainly. Uh, it's, it wouldn't ha- if by some miracle he doesn't betray us i do believe that that would be a it wouldn't harm the plan that we have currently yeah yeah i agree um <laughs> tyson would your boys um, be up for the scuffle though this sounds horfrost like you're just humoring me and you're like yeah no that we could do that we'll, we'll find time to do that let's do my plan but along the way we can definitely do your plan for sure for sure and i won't stand for it horfrost i'm an equal member of this coalition and i, I think it's a pretty good idea of mine 
then I, I feel that you should implement it. All right. Get me a connection to Acorn, and I'm going to give him some information that is 1,000% wrong. Serene, would you like to handle that? Yep. Yep. I, I'm on it. I'm on it. Um, is this like, do we have little, we have the same little like devices we've had in other games? Yes. Because the Corporate Alliance had to have provided that, right? Yeah, yeah no, I'm sure. I'm sure for the most part, any device we want, we can say that the corporate alliance gave it to us in the yeah. drop <laughs> packages. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so I think like I think she dials Acorn's frequency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Acorn like picks up and <laughs> he's like he's hushed like, uh, uh, yeah, babe. Prime Acorn, who are you talking to? Uh, my girlfriend, and um, I am. Don't believe that for a second, Acorn. I'm sorry, Captain. Can I take this? It's like our. It's gonna be like our thirty-day anniversary. So I gotta, I gotta take this. Um. All right, you have a five-minute recess to talk to your imaginary girlfriend, Acorn, but I'm they, watching you. They, thank you, Lord Rowan. <laughs> and then, like, you hear, like, the pitter-patter down, like, metal stairs. <laughs> Good one. Real smooth. Master, I am a master spy. Yes, Serene, what can I do for you? Yes, we are um, We are all very sure that you are a master spy. Um, and uh, we just, we wanted to, we wanted to help you out. Um my my friend Tyson, you you remember Tyson? You know Tyson. He's got um some some in, some information for you. Hey, Corn. This is Tyson. Just hopping on the call. Um, what's up? I need to be in a meeting with my captain soon. Okay, and I'm sure you're gonna talk about a lot of stuff in that meeting, right, Acorn? Yeah. I'm sure you're gonna tell him a lot about what's been going on, right? All the things you've been hearing. Um, I, maybe, I, I, whatever I have to, whatever I have to do, right? Like you have to, it's being a spy is balanced, right? You have to yeah. say enough that you're not got caught, but. Yeah, you gotta tell them just enough. Oh, I, I wouldn't know what that's like, Acorn, but I'm sure you do. You're such a good spy. Yes. Is there something you would like to know? Yeah, um, I just wanted to offhandedly mention that um, everyone on the surface of the meteor has been slowly building a series of transport ships, so we actually do have the ability to fly off-planet, um, and uh, we would be attempting to attack the hull of the ship on the opposite side of the hangar bay um, at around the same time that the transport ship uh, that normally comes in for supplies is uh, loading on to the dreadnought. So uh, just know that that um, they should they should totally defend the opposite side of the ship and leave the transport ship alone because there will be ships for sure coming to attack there. I thought that you wanted information. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I got. I got all mixed up. Did I just end up giving you really valuable information that details our entire plan of attack? I mean, I guess, but that doesn't matter because we're on the same side, right? 
Of, of course! That's why I'm not panicked, because I know that if I were to accidentally tell our entire battle strategy to you, that it would be in safe hands. Because I'm sure you would never tell anyone. Right, old old chum, old pal, old acorn? Yeah, um, okay, my break's almost up. Yep, 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 and you're kind of breaking up. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to let you go. And uh, you enjoy that meeting, Acorn. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Um, talk to you all soon. And then, like, boop, and he, like, hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's definitely going to tell them that. He's definitely going to tell them. <laughs> I feel like uh. Serene is just, like, she feels so bad for this poor guy. <laughs> like... Like, she's kind of, like, looking at her mentor, being like, oh, my God, we're really working with this kid. <laughs> Horfrost just kind of shakes his head, like, let's hope that I'm wrong. Uh-huh, yep. Yep. I think that's scene. I think that's scene. Yep, that sounds I, good. I think that's scene, yes. <laughs> um, Tyson's scene, right? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I feel like that ended up being a scene <laughs> for Tyson on its own. That's of, pretty true. Of, yeah, of like him and Acorn on this on this like call together. All right. So, so I, I feel confident in that. Okay, then let's let's uh let's do let's do a draw. So <laughs> we start with one red, one white. Okay. Uh the next thing is if your main character is unhappy with the path the Fellowship has taken, hold one redstone. If your main character actually wants the quest to fail, hold two. How does everyone feel? Um, or feel zero, zero if you feel good. Zero if you feel good. Okay, yeah. zero red to feel good. Yep, all right. All right, one, two, three. All right, and Natalie, Natalie has zero, I have zero, and Will has zero. We're all happy. Um, now, as a player, do you think the Fellowship did what was necessary to succeed at the challenge? Hold white if yes, red if no. All right, ready? One, two, three. I'm gonna say red. <laughs> All right. Um, I said red and will white. I said white, yeah. I think because uh, Tyson is like, that phone call went really well. That was good. That was a good phone call. All right. So our grand total is three red, two white. Three red, two white. And now we draw. Oh, boy. Ooh. All right. First three. I'm going to roll a 1d5 because that's a real dice. Um, <laughs> and first three are red. Sec last two are white. That's a red. Yikes. All right. 1d4, 50-50. White. So we lose someone, but we succeed at the challenge. Sweet. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, who picks? It's whoever picked the challenge, right? Uh, if we or... can't decide together, yes. Oh, okay. So... You can also escalate to a betrayal, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes. I guess the question is, 
is Acorn true blue and did he die for the cause or did he, was he a, <laughs> or did he rat us out and we had to do a backup plan? Yeah, do we lose mm-hmm. Acorn as a traitor or do we lose him as like a true true believer? I don't know, Dade. He's your character. What do you think he would do? Um, here's the problem. I could see it literally either way. Um, uh-huh. Like, like if no, if no one messed with him, if no one interrogated him too closely, he mm-hmm. would be like a spy from start to finish. Yeah. But if like if anyone like pressed him a little too hard, he would break. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, so the challenge here is get a spy on the inside. So that is what we succeeded at. So okay, like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So maybe. I, I mean, maybe he was faithful. Maybe he did serve yeah. as a spy on the inside. Just oh, yeah, I, I, know. I know what it. I know what it is. Oh, go ahead, right, Will? Sorry. No, no. I was just gonna say I agreed with Natalie. Yeah. Yeah, I think we get this scene of him figuring out that he's been caught, but really quickly, what he does, like we get this scene, like there's probably actually some like super spy stuff that he does for a little bit, where he like. He's running down halls and he's got like a robot that he's like, like, like kind of like, um, oh, Will, what's the name of your guys' bot on in Fixers? Oh, uh, T22? Uh, T20, a T, like a T22 model under his arm and he's running and he like, he puts some like info in like a USB into it and then he like puts it in the shuttle and he says, you have to fly this down. You have to fly this down. They need you. And then he like tips over some crates <laughs> and like, pulls out his gun and like gets like a shot off and hits nothing before they like gun him down. Oh no. <laughs> That's Acorn, so sad. No. This game is dark. This is dark. For it real. happens. We've yeah. got the destruction of father son love. We've got inner civil turmoil. We have a spy gunned down by his own comrades. <laughs> I mean this is this is brutal stuff, dude. It happens. Welcome to me when me and Dane play together. <laughs> it's dangerous, Will. Welcome Seriously. aboard. It's Seriously. dangerous. I thought I thought my goofy energy could maybe offset this, but no, it's no. There's too much darkness. It is too powerful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's either darkness or romance, and <laughs> it's, or both. It's Dane, Dane and Natalie's dark, twisted fantasy. It's like this. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's what this podcast can be renamed to. No. Oh god. Uh, okay. Um final challenge. Oh, okay. This is it. Make her yeah, break. To be clear, the outcome of the third challenge decides the entire quest. If we fail now, the quest is lost. Just to add that. Fail up. now. So, hmm. it is it capture a critical enemy base? Is that the... I think so. Yeah, that makes more sense than, like, rise up and fight open war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, this, guy, this needs to be a Tyson scene first, right? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I mean, that, that scene can just be us, like, loading in, like, ready to go. I mean, I guess we have to, what, we have to take over the transport ship when it lands? Is that our plan of action? Uh, yeah, because Acorn sent down a useful transport ship with a robot with information on it. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you'd rather, we could start with Horfrost discussing, like, 
the plan and uh, <laughs> where we go next, maybe? Because it yeah. feels to me like Tyson scene will be kind of action-oriented. Yes. Maybe a okay, little, yeah. So maybe a little further along would be better. So, so yeah. So let's set the scene with it, with what our plan is and maybe how much time has passed and, like, where we are before everything blows up, everything starts to go. Yeah. So I think that there was, like, we must be near the end of the second week that the jump gate is broken. And the, the shuttle must have just landed. And we probably got to jump into really quick action. Because mm-hmm. they'll know that there's a rogue shuttle. So we got to move. Yeah. And I, I think the New Empire, they're panicked too. I think they they don't know really what's been going on on the surface that mm-hmm. much. No. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they have some people on the inside, but we've kept things pretty guarded. Yeah, but they're, I, mm-hmm. they're also expecting to get hit by a bunch of ramshackle ships. <laughs> True. And honestly, when that jump gate opens up again... I mean, me as Will, I don't know what's going to come out of it, you know? Oh, no, I don't, I don't either. Who knows? <laughs> oh, so they're, they're probably geared up. They're frantically trying to fix the jump gate, but they don't know what's going to come out once they get it back online. Mm-mm. No. So if anything, the day the jump gate turns back on is probably the best possible day to act. So I think it's that day, and maybe this is like a scene of everyone who's still left in the Fellowship, like, with a bunch of rebels behind them, uh, walking towards the, like, they're, like, everyone's geared up. It's, like, the scene of, like, right before they get on the ship and whatnot. And so I, I think Horfrost just wants to go over the plan again with, with, um, Kezra and, and Tyson, uh, most directly. All right, let's walk through it again one more time. So would you, would both of you as Horfrost and Kezra, would you say that you, over the weeks of preparation, you've gotten to trust um, uh, Tyson more or you're more wary that he's going to make like a reckless decision as time goes by? Uh, Kezra's for sure more worried. I mean, she's like, I mean, she's, yeah, she's. She's not stupid, right? Like, she, I think I think she kind of had a sense that you guys like didn't totally trust her plan, um, and I mean, I don't think she knows everything that went down and your whole other like false information. I don't think she knows the ins and outs of it, but I think as things get more intense, she's she's definitely expecting um, <laughs> she's definitely expecting Tyson to act as a as a teenager would, right? And be mm, impulsive okay. and jump too quick into action. And yeah. Gotcha. I think Horfrost is v- v- definitely trusts that Tyson will get the job done. Being that the <laughs> job handed out was like, you're going to go cause problems and get into a firefight. Wow. Okay. So you both, I mean, in a way, you both <laughs> viewed Tyson as like, expendable in in a way to be like he can go he could die and then Kezra and Horfrost could be the ones who take over the dreadnought yeah like definitely it's Kezra Serene and Horfrost who are going to the bridge to go take uh-huh. control right with the understand so with the understanding that I am the only one who's ever really run a dreadnought on any level. Oh, and okay. also you know, all the frost magic is with us, so we can just go in and freeze everybody. 
I'm gonna say no one really in this game is like a good person. Like everyone is kind of like not really. No, yeah, and you know what's kind of a little selfish here. You know what yeah. also sucks is this was like a really good opportunity for like good people. You know? Yeah, seriously. This was. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. have we done? But this would that would complicate things though if um Tyson were to survive because it's like, oh, we were kinda hoping you would die in the scuffle. <laughs> and, oh, uh, I don't think I don't think Horfrost is hoping you're you'll die, but okay. I wouldn't trust you to take control of the helm. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So it sounds like what you were talking about in the hypothetical of, of Acorn not being a traitor was that the transport ship would be sent down mm-hmm. um, and we would load a bunch of people up on it, like almost like a Trojan horse. Yeah. Um, and then get some sort of distraction or something so we can get a bunch of people inside. Luckily, the distraction has been taken care of because Tyson's plan worked because Acorn was true blue. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that what does that mean that they think that there's going to be attack coming from the other side of the ship yes well but but then if acorn didn't betray the the fellowship oh uh, no how do no, they, they figure would, out that information yeah they would think that was bullshit no that's true mm-hmm. hmm yeah what is the distraction on the ground then i guess is the question maybe that's the part of the plan we're going over Mm-hmm. So basically, like, I think Horfrost is like, Tyson, you and your men, you're going to go in and you're going to take the gunnery decks. Just if once those are down, once those are under your control, it'll be a tough fight. But I, I would not hand that to anyone but you. Once you've got that, Kezra, Serene and I, the three of us, we can take the bridge alone. Once we've got that under our command, we'll come back and we'll pick up our people and we'll be on our way. The only trouble is the distract distraction. Perhaps there is a way that um, they, some people actually did build ships that could get off planet. It's like very mm. few and very small, but we could do an actual version of that distraction, you know? There's the real suicide, suicide mission. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And maybe um, Tyson volunteers or or some people some people volunteer like it's definitely like a mission that's like you will probably die um but it's like you cause this distraction and then you try and breach the ship yourself and i think maybe horfrost is comfortable with that idea because it's a lot of like the younger generation people who who he still it's a shame for anyone to die but he's Mm -hmm. comfortable with that idea until maybe like serene volunteers herself to do it yeah yeah, Horfrost, like, I think Horfrost stops and then is, looks at her and says, you're needed with me on the bridge. And then I, yeah. And Serene's like, no, I, I've learned a lot. And if we're going to, if we're going to win this, they'll need me up in the air. I think we need to spread our abilities, you know, far apart. And, and you've taught me to go where I'm most needed. I'm sorry, um, but is our plan to send a bunch of children to die? no the plan was to send volunteers to go do a dangerous mission without a lot of guarantees that it would succeed this is i have been on missions like that before and i came back 
I was very lucky. I no, I will not deceive anyone about it. Then I'll come back too, Horfrost. It'll it'll be fine. Okay, well, I can't say I have a better plan. Neither do I. I trust yourself. And remember you are valuable. How could I forget? You're the one who taught me that. I think Horfrost nods and walks away before he cries. Aww. <laughs> Poor Horfrost. What is it with me playing these middle-aged men with their young companions <laughs> jumping into ships trying to kill themselves? You, know, you, you always play like the, the tortured mentor who has to watch like your younglings either die or get maimed or punished or like something horrible happen to them. We should analyze this psychologically after yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. It's like you as the GM with whatever happens to Lady Blackbird. Um, it's like Basil and Ace Olive. It's Horfrost and Serene. Jesus. All right. Ah, oh, that's brutal. All right. I think I think the only thing he has left, um, and maybe it, if we want to jump into Kezra's scene here, is as they're like starting to f- take off and fly towards. Have Ke- have Kezra and and um, Horfrost decided on where they're taking the dreadnought? Like where where are they mm. running to? Because I bet they have different opinions about that. Yeah, that seems almost like the kind of thing that's like, that is such a touchy subject that everyone knows it's a a thing, but no one wants to talk about it. So they've waited until the absolute last minute. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, yikes. Okay, wait, does this, where are are we transitioning into, you said my scene? I think that might be good if you're up for that, unless you had something really specific in mind or... Um, cause I don't want to take your scene. This could be an extension of mine. I, I just don't know what you want to do. Um, I mean, I, th- I think that would naturally come next. I think that sounds like a good idea. Um, okay. I think, I mean, I think we do get like a brief scene of Kezra saying a prayer for basically all of these people who she is pretty certain are going to die at this point. Right. Um, so I think like she kind of takes a moment to herself uh, to reconnect with her deities um, before all of this goes down. Here's a I quick think like question. as much as mm-hmm. go ahead. I have a quick question. Your deities are the jump gates. One's been broken. Does that feel mm-hmm. weird, or does it feel like poetic that it's coming to life to save you? Like, look, my God is bringing us our salvation. <laughs> Ooh, um, I think, I think more, I I think she'd be more of the mindset of the latter, right? Mm -hmm. Because, uh, I mean, she, she's, she's a very faithful person and I don't think that a lot would disrupt that faith necessarily. I I think she's been forced to question it while living on this planet with a bunch of uh, people with various beliefs and backgrounds. But, um, I think she's, even if she doesn't fully believe it you know she's like really trying to see this as an opportunity um and as something holy that's happening it is and kind of like i think that's where a lot of her passion comes from too right because like she's like oh you know my deity 
is allowing me this opportunity and you know like it's it is kind of selfish like i mean Mm -hmm. she's she tries to be a good person but i think uh, you know uh, it's not always the case (laughs) um and so i i think it's more i think she's really excited about what's about to go down Mm -hmm. um and i think I think once once that's finished, she walks towards Horfrost um, very, like, very confidently. Um, and she's like, okay, well, I suppose the last thing we need to discuss is where we're taking this thing. Right. Um. I, I believe that uh, Sonder would be the safest place. Sonder. That icy hellhole? No, they're they're wonderful people who have an aptitude for taking in strays. Um, They they would, I'm I'm confident that they would show us kindness, especially with me as part of this fleet. I was thinking Tristful or Rennick. (laughs) Are you serious? Quite. They're far away. Relatively uninhabited. You you think okay, you think that after living on the Callan Wastes we should take all of these people to Rennick? Don't you think that they deserve somewhere safer? Somewhere kinder? They do well there. <laughs> oh, okay. What about What about Quantrell? I'm telling you, Sonder is the answer. I'm telling you, please listen to me on this one. What happens to me? What happens to Serene? What happens to all the other blooded who are here? I can't imagine they're all going to... I don't distinctly remember you welcoming me with open arms. Maybe not at first, and I regret that. But... Not everybody does. Horfrost... The people on Sonder, they're they're not seekers, okay? Oh, they're not? They're not seekers? Where do you think they come from? They're a small group of extremists. That's not a good representation of who we are. A small group of extremists who sniff us out and kill us. And they come from your faith, and you can't deny that. And the more, more of your faith, the more of them. That's not true. My, my, that's not who my faith is. Those, those are people with a lot of hate in their hearts. They don't, they, those people are not of the faith. And I would be your ally there. If Serene manages to make it out of this, I don't want to send her into the lion's den. It's not me that I'm worried about. What's your argument for... Control. They can't really follow us. The Dreadnought will survive the crash. Don't get me wrong, the winter the winter on Sonder would do a similar thing. We'd all be able to spread out. Plus your the people in charge of your planets are more powerful than 
Quantrals. Yes, my people are there. Um... If we go to Sonder, every single one of your... of There aren't many of us. It's selfish of me to put everyone here above or below five or six of us. Can you promise our safety? I will do everything I can to ensure that you and your apprentice are safe with my people. I, I owe you that much. Sonder it is. All right. I, I think, think I, yeah, I think Tyson's just happy to go anywhere. <laughs> ice planet. I'll go to an ice fine. planet. Nah, I'll go to a fire planet. I'll go to an <laughs> air planet. Really, any planet. Any planet at all. <laughs> cool. Um, I think it's Tyson's scene. Unless, Natalie, you have more. Um... No, I think we can call that scene. I think I think we're in it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So so the transport ship arrives. It's flown by the T-22 droid. Uh, yes, the T-22 droid and Horfrost probably pilot it. Because I bet Horfrost is real fucking rusty and needs all the, mm-hmm. the robot help he can get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so those, like, rusted down, sort of beat up fighters and ships that people have built take to the skies. And the transport ship starts to slowly, like, move back up. But based on the intel we got from Acorn, we know that the Hand of Grace only has about six fighters to spare. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the transport ship, like, goes up. We have maybe one other ship to guard the transport. And then the others go and start to, like, wreak havoc and and mayhem along the hull of the ship. Mm-hmm. So the transport th- makes it on board? I think so, yeah. Uh, so I imagine, like, the the bay doors on the transport ship open, and the rebels have to just, like, come come out, like, like guns blazing. Like, just, you know, and they're, they're like, it's probably a little weird because they're these, like, prisoners in, like, rough clothings, but... but they're wielding corporate alliance branded, like, you know, there's there's branding on the guns, of course, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so but they're it's like, yeah, it, it's like the <laughs> weapons are really flashy and they're covered in all this stuff, but the people wielding them like are covered in dirt and they're wearing rags <laughs> and they're like all yep. beat up. Right, and I think I think Horfrost makes like a big wall of ice between the battle and him and and. Um, Kezra so they can head towards the bridge mm-hmm. I think it's yeah Kezra you know I think the leaders go I think um, so that way this scene can sort of follow you guys I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of fighting in the lower decks and bit by bit the prisoners are taking losses but they're sort of taking over the ship and I think Tyson, Kezra and Horfrost all sort of go to find um, Lord Rowan alright that's super cool. Should we draw? Should we should we do the the stones? Yeah, because I don't think we can mm-hmm. really have a scene until we know. Yeah, how this the goes. Outcome. <laughs> Fair. Okay. So we start with no stones in the pool except for one white and one red. 
Then add one white for each successful challenge and one red for each failed challenge. So we succeeded twice, which means we get to add two more white. <clears throat> nice. And now we do similar. If your main character is unhappy about the path the fellowship has taken, hold one red stone. If your main character actually wants the quest to fail, <clears throat> hold two red stones, otherwise hold no red. All right, I'm ready. One, two, three. Okay, all right, so Natalie's holding zero and Will and I are both holding one red. Uh, oh. So we're at three and three. Uh, Attention. I, I definitely think that... Um, I think Horfrost is upset that his apprentice is going, and he's upset that... Mm. Well, he thinks it might be the right decision. He's not happy about going to Sonder. Okay, so that's what... that's what. I mean, obviously you don't want it to fail, but those two were like, I don't like how this is shaping up. I don't have... It's, it's the right move, but I don't have to be happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think for Tyson, it was like, it seems like my people are the ones who are doing the dirty work. And also, <laughs> it seems like these two older prisoners in Kezra and Horfrost like don't respect my decision making you know mm -hmm. that's super fair, fair. Super and they fair. had yeah. like a very yeah arbitrary conversation about where to go basically without Tyson's input as yep. well that makes sense yeah and then Kezra's over here just like you know what like my my deity is like like stoked for me helping me out we're going to my planet like my people aren't really in danger i've had a say like like she, she's pretty cool uh -huh. with, with how stuff is going yeah that feels right okay each player takes one right and one red as a player do you think the fellowship succeeded at the challenge hold white if yes red if no this will decide the entire quest not just this challenge Ooh, there's no middle ground there's no it's like just a mm -mm. nope okay this game's brutal i love yeah. it but it is brutal <laughs> all right i'm ready if whenever you guys are okay one okay. two three natalie what did you oh did we all hold white wow oh cool all right so but it was it was close for me it was like white but at what cost mm -hmm. you know like i i think yeah, you succeed same. but it's close yep yeah all right so it's six white and three red okay so i'm gonna roll a 1d9 and the lower six are gonna be white okay i rolled a one okay so we have one white and then I take one, I take that out. So now I roll a D8, same lower five. I rolled a one again, so it's double white. That's as oh good God. as it gets. Wow. There we go. Wow. We succeed at this challenge and no one is lost. Freedom, sweet freedom. Sweet freedom. So this just goes well. Wow. That doesn't wow. happen a lot. <laughs> No. Wait, wait, does that mean we don't lose anyone? No. Serene makes it. At, like, wow, because I was really prepared to have a serene death scene. Yeah, oh. me too. 
<laughs> wow, I was I would, really ready for that. I I wasn't ready for a, a good outcome. Period. Um. <laughs> wow. Mm-mm. Wow, that's really cool. Um. Will, do you want to play Lord Rowan again? Was I Lord Rowan before? Yeah, because that's the captain of the ship. Yeah. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That was the briefest. That was so brief. That was was like... I mean, I... Dane, I think you play a better Lord Rowan. You were him in the uh, Corporate Aces. Yeah. Um, So I think maybe we get the shot of the bridge... And Lord Rowan is an older guy. Um, let me let me pull my description of him real quick. Uh, da, da, da. He's like 70 years old, white hair, impeccable beard, and he's got a cane that's like in the colors of the ship. And I think he like, there's like a bunch of nervous cadets and officers around him, and there's just like all the banging inside the halls, and then it gets like deadly cold, and he just turns to the door and watches it burst open. Whoa. And I think the cadets all get frozen. They're not killed, but they're, like, in that way that, like, magic freezing stuff happens where, like, their mm-hmm. their faces are, are, are still open. And I think Horfrost doesn't even, like, take a second look at this guy and probably just runs to the controls. And Lord Rowan just, is, like, very calmly watches him do it. He knows the ship is lost. He know he, he knows he's lost here. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's no. He's. I feel like he's an old enough and grizzled enough captain that he's like, there's no need to like lose any more lives. There's no need to like be a hero or anything. Right. Um, I think he just taps on taps his cane twice, and like the 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 speakers throughout the ship come on. Crew, I would like you to stand down. Guns on the floor. Ace is still flying. Put on your flags. Come back to the ship. We are surrendering. Now, and he taps it again and, like, it shuts off. What are the terms? The terms? I'll tell you the terms. You give me the keys to this thing, and the moment that jump gate opens up, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yes. Oh. Yes, Kezra. (laughs) Tyson. (laughs) Maybe I should do the talking. (laughs) Fine. Okay, yes. That sounds good. We are taking this ship to Sonder. You will not interfere. What about the lives of my men and I? They'll take our place on the colony. Yes. I'm sure your new Empire people in a couple weeks, maybe a couple months, will get some ships together to go rescue them. But for the wa- but for a while, they'll they'll know a couple months at least of what we lived through for years. I see. And you'll give us supplies? Kezra, uh, I'm gonna put this one in your court. We will give you enough to survive. We aren't without mercy. I see. We well, hold then... on to, uh... Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm sure we'll hold on to some essential crew members to make sure the ship runs smoothly. Um, but for the most part, you'll be on your own. No, I think not. All of my crew. To the ground. I'll not have them subjected to... harassment or poor treatment. 
You're not exactly in a position to make that call. I thought you were people with mercy. Yeah, but we're also people with brains, and uh, we know how this ship needs to be operated, and we know the people who can do that for us. And if you want to ensure essential medical and food supplies for the people that we do leave on the colony, including yourself, you'll stand down and you'll let the essential personnel stay on board. Understood. And he, he kind of hands over the cane, which is the equivalent of keys, I'd imagine. Whoa. Hey, Kezra, I did that. I was pretty good. I kind of intimidated him and I, and I sort of, you know, like won the negotiation. You did, didn't you, Tyson? <laughs> well done. It's kind of she like kind of like pats him on the back, like in a. You did a good thing. <laughs> Tyson did a good thing. <laughs> so I think Lord Rowan and crew, outside of a very few, not a few essentials, I think you might even get, we might even get volunteers, right? Like friends of Acorn who did not feel good about him getting shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they might stay on, almost, yeah, like, voluntarily. I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure there's a couple people who are, like, not totally against the idea of, like, leaving New Empire space. Yeah, I mean, there's always got to be a couple of people. There's got to be a couple of, like, Ace Olive, Basil types who are, like, wavering half the time anyways, and are like, eh, this is a good reason mm-hmm. to bail as any, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think you get those people, and how do you get them down? Do you give them the transport, or do you shoot them off in the escape pods? I think maybe it's a mixture of both. Gotcha. So where do we get the final scene here? As, like, the jump gates whirring up back to life? Um, I bet you nothing comes out of it because everyone's afraid of, like, maybe getting destroyed on the way <laughs> yeah like everyone's freaked mm-hmm. out about what would happen if you go through a one-way jump yeah. gate they'll just they're just yeah. like you know what we'll wait for a response and if we never hear from the Calon waste again shit that sucks um uh-huh. <laughs> uh, wait wait does that mean then that if we get out on the jump gate that's say in a really remote location like Sonder and they're just waiting to hear a message through they probably won't come and rescue the crew members who are left on the Calid Wastes until someone just decides to maybe go through them? No, because if you... Because once they have the jump gate up and running, they can do the jump gate to jump gate communication again, right? There's a crew There's a crew on the jump gates, right? Because we established that in Corporate Aces when um, Sam went on board and like snuck around, right? Okay, yeah. Yes. So they'll send a message. Like, you guys will go through and then they'll send uh, a message okay. to the new Empire being like, hey, it's working again. Shit got whack, but we're, yeah, it's there's people it's that need help. <laughs> it's working again, and also there was a prison uprising, and we've lost every crew member, and there's total anarchy. Yeah. Oops. The prisoners escaped, and, um, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what's that final scene like, though, as, like, heading through the jump gate? Well, so there's an epilogue to this game. Are we going to do that after the final scene, or should we kind of, like, each speak to that. Let's check on the epilogue. Boop, boop, boop. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a, like each person narrates their main character's life after the quest and like Mm -hmm. speaks to whether or not it was worth it. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I'll read that. Each pl- uh, After three challenges, the quest is over. We succeeded or failed, but our characters live on. Some of them, anyway. Each player briefly narrates their main character's life after the quest. Show us whether your character feels the quest was worth it. You may stick to just immediate the immediate fallout of the quest, or you could go big and summarize the rest of your life. It's up to you. If your main character was lost just before the epilogue, you can narrate their legacy or memory instead of switching to a new main character if you prefer. After that, your game is done. I think you're right, Nat. We should jump. We should jump to epilogue. Okay. Cool. Uh, I think we should try and keep it relatively immediate since we don't know how mm-hmm. the rest of the games are going to play play out. Yeah. But maybe at, maybe at far enough out to Sonder, like through the that whole part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? Um, <laughs> I, I can go first for Tyson. Yeah. I think um, he is sort of... He's sort of celebrated by his friends. He's like, we did it. We did it together. We share in this victory. I think he's amazed at all the amenities that he finds on board and all like the <laughs> things that he, he'd never been exposed to before, even in a new Empire ship. Yeah. Um, and I think he's just almost like he's overwhelmed by the thought of leaving the colony and he almost doesn't even really want to take control anymore. He just wants to like get out and start a new life. Because mm-hmm. um, the... Because the the the, sh- the the dreadnought went back and picked up all the other prisoners who were not actual fighters, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's probably where um, like the the prisoner transfer happened, basically. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, uh, what Hatcher thinks, like, if they if him and his dad patch up their relationship. Um, if it's mm-hmm. like a I to- I told you so type thing. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what do you think, Natalie? Do you think uh, Hatcher would would uh, reconcile, or it would still be like they probably won't interact? Honestly, I think in sticking with the harshness of this game and the fact that we lost him as a character, I I think that something like it happens where it's just maybe both of them are too stubborn, or um, yeah. Hatcher is. Uh, kind of resentful i mean he's i still don't think he's necessarily happy with it and i think that that relationship is permanently damaged um at Mm -hmm. least for now i mean like maybe in the far future they could talk about it but i i think that was kind of yeah i think that was a pretty final thing for them that's yeah no i i hear you yeah that's brutal but (laughs) i get that yeah yeah so i i think it's like a little bittersweet but it's mostly exciting. And I think it was like in the concept of reluctant rebel, um, Tyson rose to the occasion in that moment, but mm-hmm. I don't think he sees himself as like a revolutionary or a leader. I think he really is just like, I, now I want to live a normal life. Like this, everything else is, is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, I think Horfrost. It, upon arriving on Sonder is super nervous and I think he gathers Serene and any other blooded that were were among the um, the prisoners uh, and keeps them really close for the duration but I think he brings the, this idea to Kezra 
which is we're here. It's unlikely that we're going to get to go back to the places that a lot of us are from. A lot of us were from new empire places. Not many of us are comfortable with the corporate alliance. So we have to put our faith in the faith, so to speak. And he's proposing... He's proposing getting ordained. Uh, oh, whoa. Dang. So that he's like... I will form one fucking part of this thing that is safe for my for people like me. And he wants Kezra's blessing or help with that in getting ordained. Uh like he wants he wants okay, so like in keeping with uh, with the metaphor, right? Like the faith is generally not cool with blooded people in the way that Mm-hmm. Some hardcore parts of Christianity are not cool with LGBTQ plus folks. But there's like the Unitarian Church, which often has female ministers and um, mm-hmm. gay ministers, like that sort of thing. He's kind of being like, is there a place for that? Could that be a thing? Oh, okay. I see, I see. Because the the people here, even though they did kind of stick to who they are in some ways, they got super blended living in the Kalon Wastes. And so it's hard to, it's hard to let go of if you're blooded, the fact that your neighbors and the people you worked with and bled with and cared about and maybe became friends with or fell in love with are people who may have hated you at one point and trying to reconcile this stuff. Like, I don't think he wants to stay on Sonder, certainly. He's still very much like... There are definitely Seekers of the Eleventh Saint here, and they will find us, and they will eventually kill us. But if I'm stuck here for a little while, I'm going to get ordained, and we're heading to Tristful or wherever, and we're going to be chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think... Uh, well, well, with that in mind, should I cut to my scene, or... I think... He, I for... think... No, I think his whole epilogue there is literally just getting to Sonder, gathering his blooded people and asking her. Okay. So yeah, I don't I don't think there's much more for him. I if you want to take on that and then go wherever you want to go, I am there for it. Mhm. Yeah, so I think like um I mean like I've like always wanted his forgiveness, right? And um and kind of like what Horfrost is doing is making an attempt to integrate into, you know, my my culture, my people, my community. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think like for her epilogue, um, we, we see her like at least bringing that idea to the other people, um, the other people on Sonder. Uh, mm-hmm. And, um, and I think, I think it's, it's kind of a thing where she, (laughs) she wants it and she, her mind has been a little bit more opened, but it's, you know, she's, she's also a little bit hesitant because these are people who she truly respects, who, you know, at least at some point really respected her. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I think. But I think she's on this. I think the other part of her epilogue is like, she's kind of on a power high a little bit. Like, I think she's, I think, 
you know, she feels, she feels really in touch with her faith. Um, cause she truly believes that that is what got her out of that situation. Um, and you know, she successfully captured this ship. She saved a lot of people. She made connections along the way. <laughs> like, um, I think, and I think, I think that gains her some notoriety in the faith too. Um, mm-hmm. probably a bit more power, whatever that might mean. Um, and so, so I think, I think she does have the platform to propose that idea and she's on board with it. Um, and she's kind of on the up and up, honestly. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think if, and correct me, I don't know what anybody else thinks. I think maybe the final shots though are of Sonder people helping take apart the, the reach of grace. And on Sonder, they build uh, their communities underground over geothermal vents. Uh, and they're digging out space and using parts of the ship, this massive ship, to form this community for people who want to stay. Diceology is produced by Dane Fogdahl. Follow was developed by Ben Robbins. Soundscapes by TabletopAudio.com. Characters were performed by Natalie Wilcoxon, Will Bangs, and Dane Fogdahl. If you like the show, please leave a rating and review wherever you found us. It helps us more than you know. If you'd like to follow us for behind-the-scenes photos and updates, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod. Thanks for listening to Diceology.